Hello, and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. This podcast is dedicated to the aspiring writer or artist and will provide inspiration and tips from top professionals in the field along with contest winners and a few surprise guests. Today we're at the World Fantasy Convention and we're with Terry Madden, Rise to Feature Volume 30 winner with her short story Animal. Welcome, Terry. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. So um, as we discussed before we, we started this podcast interview, um, the, the purpose of Rise to Future hasn't changed in the 36 years that it's been in existence and to provide that inspiration for the aspiring writer and artist. And so we're very excited that we're able to, to speak with you. And yours is a bit of a unique story on how you won the contest, not having known anything about it <laughs> until you read that uh, entry to the, in um, one of our past winners' books. So yeah. tell me your journey there. Well, I think every writer has their own journey into writing itself and to finding the, the contest. Mm -hmm. And I had been writing for years. I wrote historical fiction. I started in the 80s, uh, wrote several novels, uh, got an agent, got it marketed, didn't sell, started writing screenplays, won an award with screenwriting, did pretty well, optioned some scripts, uh, never produced, uh, and then a series of unfortunate events which culminated in burning my house down with all my writing, my computer, and of course I had my backups right next to my computer. Um, kind of I took a hint from the universe that maybe I should take a break and do something else. So I uh, started teaching. I got my teaching credential, went back to teaching chemistry, and uh, the only thing I wrote for about 13 years was tests. So um, wow. it was kind of like I had an old writing teacher, Arm Soroyan, William Soroyan's son. And he always told us, he said, the only reason for anybody to write is because you have to. And if you don't have to, don't. And I thought, well, you know, I don't have that urge. It's kind of stopped. So uh, no writing. I taught a screenwriting class and things like that and enjoyed the kids. And then one of my students came along, and he and I started talking about uh, role-playing games and how, gee, maybe the people you're talking to on a role-playing game really are dead people, and they're, they're uh, conversing with you through this game. And it started, wow, that's a cool idea. And so we started talking about it. It's like, oh, I think I need to write again. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wrote a fantasy novel, and then... Uh, I tried the old trick of, you know, querying agents and trying to put it out there. And it's like, wow, things have changed in the 13 years since I've been doing this. It's mm -hmm. not quite as easy as it was before. And so I started researching how are other fantasy writers uh, getting, getting recognized. And I found Pat Rothfuss's blog. And he said, well, I just decided I'm going to win Writers of the Future. It's like, what is this thing, Writers of the Future? And I looked it up wow, it's a big contest. So I said, I've never written a short story before. I consider myself a novelist. What am I going to do to win this thing? So I took an old story of mine, which was really a scientific drama, and turned it into science fiction and said, okay, let's throw it out there and see what happens. And really, if I had known there was a whole gala involved and I'd be have, have to stand up in front of people and talk, I'm not sure I would have entered because, you know, writers are a little introverted. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was putting myself out there. So I kind of actually forgot I had entered it. I entered, I think it was the first quarter of that year, 
And I didn't hear and didn't hear, so I thought, well, I guess I didn't win. You know, I didn't hear anything. And then finally got a call from Joni, and I was on a field trip in a bus and trying to hear what she was saying. And she said, you're a finalist. And and I'm a finalist? And, oh, that contest. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, then I started to do more research, went on the forums, found out, wow, there is an entire community of people entering this and started to get very excited about it. And then another few weeks later, she called to say I had won first place and thought, how can that possibly even be? (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I came to Writers of the Future. (laughs) Wow. It's interesting because Pat Rothfuss, he had had his novel, The Name of the Wind, that he had been shopping around and was getting nowhere with it. And then he had, he had discovered Writers of the Future, and mm-hmm. so he decided he turned one of his chapters, he rewrote it and made it into a short story. Yeah, that's what I had read. And I thought, yeah. well, I tried that. It didn't quite work yeah. for my novel, so I said, let's take another story and see what I can do. <laughs> that's great. So, um, I mean, here at the World Fantasy Conventions, do you, do you attend conventions very much? I have attended ever since I won Writers of the Future. I have started to try, try to get out there once a year, mm-hmm. been to World Fantasy, and I've come down here to Lost Con since it's close to my home. And um, it's great because um, Writers of the Future has a great presence at Lost yeah. Con, so it's good to get to see the judges again and things like that. So. Yeah, good. Yeah, it's, it's grown a lot now with respect to um, as the community gets, is truly international now. In fact, this year, um, we just recently announced, at least for the Illustrators Contest, we have our first winners from Turkey and Iran. Wow. So it's, it's amazing how it's, it continues to grow and has become uh, truly global. So with respect to your writing in science fiction and fantasy, uh, do you stick mostly on the fantasy side of the world or... Well, I'm kind of all across the board, and it's funny because I thought that was unusual to kind of write cross-genre, and I'm finding at Not these conferences just about everybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a fantasy trilogy that's been published since uh, since Writers of the Future, um, and I've finished that up, and so I have a science fiction novel. It's a science fiction thriller that I'm looking for an agent to represent at this point in time. Um, and now I'm kind of working on a secret history that takes place during the Reign of Terror, so I'm kind of <laughs> all across the board. <laughs> you get that big cauldron going yeah. there, stirring it all in. <laughs> so if someone wants to be able to um, discover um, you as an author, what would you recommend as the first book for them to read? Uh, my first novel is... Um, uh, Three Wells of the Sea. It's the Three Wells of the Sea series, mm-hmm. fantasy. It's a portal, portal fantasy based in um, Celtic mythology and uh, kind of has an interesting take on death and the afterlife. <laughs> that's, um, I mean, I love the whole thing with almost anything Celtic. I love that. So that's, I'm actually, um, not that my reading list is short by any means, but that now is going to get added because, like I said, I really enjoy Celtic. (laughs) So on, people are going to be listening to this are, you know, they've got their frustrations and they're trying to make it. And me, obviously, you were writing quite a bit before you entered the the contest. So the fact Mm -hmm. that, oh, my first short story, my first entry, and I won first place, Mm -hmm. um, this has a definite earlier beginning. So anybody listening to this doesn't feel like, oh, okay, forget, I'm going to I'm going to curl up in a in a corner right now. You've been writing for years before 
Right, right. I, I don't know that um, anybody with their first piece of written work would be able to walk in and, and yeah. win. Writing is a lifelong learning process. You, you've got to put in the work. Um, and I think that all writing translates into different forms. I still don't consider myself a strong short story writer. I consider it really a good learning ground to learn mechanics and uh, find your voice and Mm -hmm. things like that. So um, whatever your strengths are, there's some people who only write short stories and they, they are amazing at it, but writing a novel is a little more daunting. So I think finding your own your own genre, your own voice is important. I know that uh, I had never tried science fiction before. I had written historical novels, and um, it kind of opened up a whole different mindset for me when I tried it. Just try it and see what what works for you. All right. So now when you went to the workshop, the Rise of Future workshop, and um, were there any judges that were more of a like... um, a, a fan-like moment, like, oh, my gosh, there's... Were there any people like that that happened with you? Uh, Tim Powers, I mean. <laughs> uh, I I re- remember walking into the lobby of the hotel, and Joni met, met me there, and she said, you've got to meet Tim Powers because he just loved, loved, loved your story, and it's like I, I could have just died right then. So... Um, Having him tell me the things he did and encourage me the way he has was just invaluable. Um, and to be able to go to any one of those uh, judges and ask for advice has been incredible. Kevin J. Anderson, mm-hmm. um, he's an amazing guy. I remember I met him uh, the first day I met him, just briefly said hello, introduced myself, and the next day I walked up to talk to him again and reintroduced myself thinking he's not going to remember my name. He said, I met you yesterday, remember? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they do remember you mm-hmm. and they welcome you as a member of the family and mm-hmm. they're all incredible people. But uh, those two in particular were uh, important for me. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's um, several of the judges... Worked up the ranks through writers of the future, yeah. like Kevin. Right, you know, he never won, but he he eventually proed out. Mm-hmm. And I remember when he, the first time he was as a, as a judge, um, he had an, an essay in the book, and he came up on stage and he said, "I've finally been published in Writers of the Future," <laughs> you know, which was his goal for so many years. Yeah, you know, but um, it was interesting. Like Brandon Sanderson is a finalist in a contest. Mm-hmm. You know. He said, it does provide that that uh, inspiration that one needs to have a reason to keep on persisting. Yes, it, it definitely makes you believe in your own work because writing is a very solitary profession. Mm-hmm. And you really, unless you have a really good group that you can bounce your writing off of, um, you don't know whether it's saleable or good or bad. Or, um, But to have that validation from the gods of the of the genre are uh, pretty amazing. So it propels you on so that when you get into those dark times and everybody does, believing that you can't do it and uh, what you've written is not worth selling, you can go back to that well of belief in Mm -hmm. those judges that they've given you. And um, that is really something. 
So now on your particular writing habits, you know, so how do you go about the, the business of writing for yourself? Uh, when I was working full-time, I'm recently retired, so I quit about a year ago. But um, when I was writing, when I was working full-time, I would get up at 5 in the morning and give myself two hours of writing time before I went to work. And having a discipline that you know you're going to write at a particular time of day, um, I always listen to a particular Pandora station, but you get your, your wavelengths going into the right direction keep it as a routine, say I've got to write at least three pages a day, if nothing else, and pretty soon it doesn't take long to have a novel if you do that, so if you're a novel writer. Right. Um, but um, that was my work, my work method. Um, now that I'm retired, um, I kind of block out five hours a day uh, just to devote to writing or research or whatever it is I'm working on, uh, outlining. Mm-hmm. And... Is it seven days a week, five days a week, six days? I try to make it seven. doesn't always end up that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and do you find that you need to have some time to just take a break and just like, okay, I'm done for a week or for three days or for a month? or Especially between projects. If I finish a draft, um, I usually give myself at least a couple weeks of no writing until it builds up that it's like, yes, I really, really have to dig in and start writing it's kind of like you build up the pressure and pretty soon you've you've got to start doing something about it (laughs) (laughs) so you said you've got this one project going right now so so it's done and you're shopping it around yes i'm i'm shopping a science fiction uh novel a far future 300 years in the future Mm -hmm. um has to do with a generation starship and arriving at a planet to find that there are already some uh downloaded minds there that are waiting for them um, that have traveled on infrared, so uh, it, it's kind of an interesting situation. <laughs> yeah. How much do you use your science in your either your fantasy or science fiction? I use quite a bit. Um, I I love to educate myself on different areas of science. I'm trained as a biologist, but mm-hmm. also uh, chemistry is big for me. Um, and I like to incorporate it, but I find that for me, and it's probably true of all scientists, you can get yourself bogged down talking a little bit too much about the science and not enough about the story. So um, I usually go through and edit out a lot of the science I put in as I go through. That makes sense. I know that people would be critical of bad science, mm-hmm. but to be ostentatious with it ostentatious with the science is also equally as as bad right so that makes sense to to put the science in and then weed it out so that they know that you speak sooth but you don't have to be you know in teacher mode right yeah exactly so you can get you know people's eyes glaze over when you start talking about mitochondrial dna and how it works and (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely so with respect to uh, aspiring writers, um, what would you have to say to, you know, like here at, at World Fantasy, you're, already, you're talking to other established writers. But in terms of like, you know, when you say you go to LostCon, you know, and if someone were to come up to you and ask, like, what tips do you have, you know? Um, I would say that uh, don't uh, write just for yourself and keep it 
keep keep your work as something of your own. Be not don't be afraid to share it with others, but be careful with uh, choosing your critique group. Make sure you find some friends who are on the same writing path you are, and encourage each other. Try to learn from critiques, but don't take everything as gospel. It's in the end, it's your own story and. Um, when people start to try to manipulate stories too much, you try to write to everyone, and you're really writing for your your vision. It's mm-hmm. yours. Don't let anybody steer you uh, uh, into a wrong direction. Definitely, that's. Uh, I think that's really a really important thing because if you give up, if you give up on your integrity as an author, then that's. At that point, you're a copywriter for a, a marketing agency. Right. Yeah. So d- did you ever get involved with the Writers of Feature Forum? Uh, I did for a while there, a couple of years. I, I did. I do need to get back. Now that I'm retired and I have the time, I need to go <laughs> back on there. I know Martin's doing uh, mm-hmm. a lot of work in there, and uh, it's and good Wolf to Moon encourage. also now, is, he was last year's winner. He's uh, also very active. Wolf's in he, there. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff before, and now as a winner, he wants to be in there and help as a moderator too, which has been great. Right. Yeah. I'd love to get back in there and talk to people. (laughs) Yeah. And then on, um, one thing that I didn't ask you is, so when you were born, did you know that you had to be a writer then? At what point did that really set in on you that even though it had a 13 year hiatus, at what point did you just, that did you know that, okay, I was, I'm a writer. I, I have to write. Probably was in high school. I started writing poetry in high school, uh-huh. and that was kind of my avenue in was uh, poems. And <clears throat> I didn't write through college, and I kind of gave up. I was a huge fantasy reader when I was in high school. I used to I remember being in class. I'd sit in class and have my book behind the person in front of me, and as long as I looked up and made eye contact with the teacher every now and then, I read the entire uh, Lord of the Rings series. I read everything, especially in English class, and then I won the English award. So it's like, yeah, reading does transfer. But mm-hmm. then when I got into college, I I had this notion that fantasy was somehow a childish thing, and I started uh, reading more uh, literary works. That, and of course, you're reading for class. But mm-hmm. um, and so I had kind of put it away for a long time. So when I came back to fantasy, it's like. I wonder if I could actually write that. I mean, it's uh, it's much harder than it appears because if you've got magic in a system, magic is a tricky thing because it has to have its own set of rules. It has to follow those set of rules and be true to them. I think that's harder than science. I mean, science fiction has, science has got its rules. Right. You follow them, you're good to go with the story, but boy, magic is a tough one. <laughs> yeah, you got to create the world and stick to the rules of that world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you did the workshop, so there was, you went there, <clears throat> you arrived, you got the phone call and then you, you arrived, you flew all the way to Hollywood from... From Ojai. Ojai. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you're at, the, was it the Lowe's Hotel? That, yeah. Uh-huh. At the Lowe's Hotel with all the other winners and the judges in that week-long workshop and then the awards ceremony. So any particular um, points that stand out for you um, as real takeaways for yourself? 
I think uh, the treatment that the judges gave when they all came in to speak and Dave and Tim teaching us every day, they were teaching us about the business of writing. Um, it was something totally different than I had ever had before. Every other writing workshop I had been in was about these, the craft. And they talked a little bit about craft, but the thrust of it is you are now a professional. We've recognized you as such. Here's how you're going to behave in the world. And this is how you uh, keep your place amongst the writers of science fiction and fantasy, you know, here's your do's and don'ts yeah. and, and, uh, welcome to the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a scary thing, but yeah. it was, uh, it was very different from anything I'd ever experienced before. And building the camaraderie with the group that you, uh, have won, uh, making friends that, um, you know, are, you'll carry on for life. Mm-hmm. So uh, people you can bounce ideas off of, you can run your query letter by, all of those things. <laughs> good, good. So I guess in, uh, if someone wants to be able to find you, how do, how do they find you now? Uh, I have a website. Uh, it's terrymaddenwrites.com, mm-hmm. and uh, they, I have links to my uh, email there, my Facebook page, Twitter, uh, you can leave me a message. I'd love to talk to anybody. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, and if anybody has any uh, questions of Terry, definitely do write here because uh, she's a lovely woman and is, and is very willing to impart any help that she can possibly do. Yep, I'm, I'm available. <laughs> Great. Thank you very much, Terry. Thanks. And thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Writers and Illustrators of the Future are contests created by L. Ron Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to new and amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy. Again, thank you very much, Terry. Thank you. Thank you.